training with zoom calls this week and i think i spent three quarters of the time staring at myself on the screen i really don't like my side profile i've come to realize because i had the laptop with the camera over here and i was reading the notes as we followed along up here so i got all these monitors and i'm just looking at my side profile and i'm like man i got no chin (laughs) (laughs) super high no fucking chin (laughs) wow do i really always look like this Mm -hmm. all the time when people stand over here like apparently i do so maybe maybe it's not narcissism maybe it's more like self-deprecation it's extreme insecurity probably self-esteem issues (laughs) how to diagnose if you have a mental issue something that's like suck it up but i mean you could have your you you have your drinking container you have your fucking like utensils and stuff so even if you go out to eat somewhere you're like you don't use like plastic stuff on a takeaway you just use your four top six are dope though because how much easier are those to clean oh they're yeah just like, they're straight down oh like, yeah oh. especially now that i know how to actually eat with them um noodles i'm still i'm still uh like getting a little bit better the, i can't get the fine touch no. i have more general motor skills with like ramen ramen i'm still not like great with them i can eat it but like i'm definitely still more efficient with a fork but um right. like rice any like actual portion chicken stuff i'm actually yeah i'm surprised that like i'm, I'm decent with it so anyway uh yeah it's a big ass lining on the these wine yeah wax lining so all of those cups that everybody has are not recycled it's like just waste and double can i get double cup can i get double cup it's like man that's a yeah, lot of two f- more it adds up man it fucking it's all really trash does, right yeah there's no such thing i mean i don't think there's anything human beings make that isn't actually in its core just garbage and that's it's all uh, all garbage every single thing that you have come into your life and then leave your life that is an object is garbage, garbage all garbage if it is not being possessed or used by you it's just garbage waiting to become further garbage mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. which is essentially what this podcast we do is. absolutely it's just it's verbal garbage it's just up in your eardrums <laughs> on that note do you want to do you want to do you want to you want to lead us in buddy do you want do you want to lead us in it's, today you know what's funny is that i actually had this thought the other day at work i said i'm gonna do it this week i'm gonna do it i was actually thinking about it too that's hilarious that's 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 hilarious so buddy, i don't the- know if you I don't know if you know by now, but you and I have a weird quantum uh, teleportation. It's evidently, mental evidently, connection thing. So my my brain electrons are fired in the same same cubic quadrant as yours, apparently. All right, and on that note, what are we here? Uh, we are January thirty first. It's three twenty five p.m. on a Sunday here, buddy. We're a little bit earlier today. This is episode nineteen yep. of the fucking A podcast. Getting up there. My name is Matt. This is my buddy Dan. How you doing, Hi. brother? I'm doing good, buddy. Uh, I I immediately have to uh, issue a public apology 
for the technical snafu that cost us my audio last week. Uh, you know, 18 episodes before our first major mistake of any kind. That's that's not bad. What is the, on an exam? That's like what, like a ninety-two? Like you know? Yeah, but now you're taking you're taking the piss there because you're you're assuming that we just batted a thousand on everything else we've done on this. <laughs> so I mean, I did, I did assume that, and that's we'll probably get like a truth. like a sixty-eight or a seventy on the exam here, bro. We're passing. Well, We're passing. Hey, We're what, getting better. You know, seventeen out of eighteen without any problems. That is much no, better than any grades we ever got, especially me. But you, but you might have had a few more of those. I, I probably. I didn't get a lot of 92s when I was a student. So. I high school I did, but university I didn't get good marks until like later years in the classes that I genuinely cared about, and then I right. dominated. You those. found your oh found yeah your purpose. Oh man, dude, you know how fucking difficult it is to like study for. Oh, you definitely know, but like a sports psychology class that's like a yeah. The, I, the if you whole, recall, I took all the yeah, things you took sure. as well, right? <laughs> <laughs> but where the whole exam is set up to literally like trick you of like, ha ha, it's one word yeah. off. I'm like, fuck off with that nonsense shit, man. Like yeah. that just dis discouraged me to like study it, being like, I don't even give a fuck about this. I'm gonna cop my seventy and just move along. Thank you very much. <laughs> when it came to like athletic injuries and like interesting shit i was like cool like yeah let me learn about this you know so yeah because you were actually engaged in the in the content wow it's like that's like our listeners wow. they're engaged in the content man uh i think i think we have to say first and foremost as we get going here that it's pretty clear that right now in an early stage people need to buy their stock in fucking a okay mm -hmm. in the podcasting market this is a this is an underrated asset with a lot of you know potential so buy your stock in fucking A right now. It's fucking A to the moon. Diamond hands, baby. We're going all the way. Diamond hands. Yeah. All in, baby. Now, here's the thing, though. We got we to gotta let some people know on the inside one before we go public. Make right. a little bit of extra money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But then we'll let everybody know at a later date. And then you can invest and we can make money off of you. It's just kind of right. how it goes, right? This is... We're desperate for funds, so we are willing to to commit any market violation and any sort of financial fraud to get this podcast really going. So get in now. Although evidently, you know? evidently, uh, it's it's backfiring in these days. I guess companies trying to do sneaky shit like that. The the small sure. man's wising up, calling sure. them on their shorts bullshit. That whole Reddit stuff is like I know it's been talked about probably extensively on every news network, but at this point, it's go little guy, go fucking little guy. I sure. Mean, at this point, I just I just. Don't give a fuck about hedge funds losing any money. I don't care. No, it's not no, possible to care for me. Like I've lost neither that ability. This is this is hilarious to me. Like these people, hedge funds do so much worse things than shorting stocks. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that. If you think all they do is manipulate markets, like you, there's some amazing stories you can find out. Like you can I find mean, out. The most All famous one, shit. the most famous one with that whole Martin Shkreli shit. Like, sure. Hey, you need some drugs? Yeah, just kidding. They just went up 44 times the amount every month. Sure. Like, <sighs> or the people, the people that I, the the one group that I would talked about on my other show like a year ago, which was this uh, this Elliott Management Corporation who like made a move on Twitter and all this shit to, to take oh, over yeah. their board of directors. Their history includes like literally holding Argent, the country of Argentina hostage over some boat or something like that, like over some debt or credit that the, the country owed. Dude, they bought the credit. They bought the debt right, like yeah. a, a debt investor would essentially and, and right. then was hitting them up and then brought them to court. They brought a fucking company, brought the country of Argentina to court. To court, yes. Over debt. Yeah, yeah. 
And they took, if I remember, they like seized a boat in like Africa, mm-hmm. some Argentinian boat, like like docked, and they like had it seized by the local authorities, this hedge fund, and then they held the country <laughs> hostage. And you're like, people are worried about the short stock. I'm like, yeah, there's they've done far worse shit than that. They they manipulate governments and stuff all over. So fuck yeah. So fuck to yeah. the moon, baby, to the moon. There was some uh, some billionaire. I can't remember his name, but he just like I think the the headline was taken a little bit of context. They said he blamed the stimulus checks on the whole like Reddit uprising thing. That's that's actually I, I read into the article a little more. That's not what he said. He was more so like explaining it, saying that's probably where people have a little bit of extra income from. But to be quite honest, I don't even think that even if you take that out of the equation, I think it still would have went down the way it went down. Uh, the whole wall street bets guys, as much as I meme and make fun of them and shit. And as crazy as a lot of them are, and they gamble and lose money. They nailed this one, man. They fucking nailed this one. So, well, they, they've discovered, they've discovered a loophole in stock markets, which is that if you have enough people to do something, you can do it. That's how the markets work. If you, if you literally can get like 10,000 people to be like, we're all going to put our money in this stock through a, a, a form. Wall Street Bets has like 3 million members or something like that. Yep. Like it's huge. They just, if you uh, can get 10,000 people to buy a stock, it'll go up on its own. And then other people right. will be like, oh, fuck, what's GameStop rallying again? Holy shit, I'm buying in too. And these guys make money. Like Dude, man power. This, this is hilarious to me is that uh, AMC is also one of the stocks yep. that, that shot Blackberry. up, right? Blackberry. So you've got a company, <laughs> Blackberry as well too. Yeah. You've got a yeah. company that is unbelievably struggling right now with the quarantine pandemic stuff to the point that like nobody's going into movie theaters because a lot of places you're literally not allowed to. And even in places you are, I mean, it's limited screenings, but nobody's really going to the movie theater right now. So their their sales are all the way down. And then all of a sudden their stock gets memed to the fucking moon. And now they're like you know, their share values are through the roof. Obviously yeah. they're not, they don't have a continued source of revenue or anything right now, but still, no, but that's what it confuses me. Right. Is I, I was thinking about the other day. And again, I don't understand enough about finance at all. If you're listening to the two of us for financial information, oh, fucking, yeah, keep no. it moving. But what I didn't get is GameStop's struggling. I mean, you, you and I have known it. We've joked about it with yep. each other before that you go in there and there's like no video games, no, it's nothing but product. plush toys and fucking pop figures and shit. Right. You're like, so I, I, I just started to think the other day. I'm like, so do they have all this money now? Like if your shares have gone up like 500%, if you're GameStop, you're like, all right, we're going to invest in like fucking, you know, rebuilding our infrastructure, restructuring our whole company, our new supply chain. Like, are you investing in yourself or is this just the people are just sitting around like, well, this will be gone in a week and that's that. uh, Yeah, I think it's the latter. I think anywhere you would technically invest in or anything like that. Like if you went to the bank to be like, we're going to make X, Y, and Z move, we need you to like lend us money or whatever based on the stock value. They'd probably be like, no, that's that's fake. It's inflated and you don't have a continued source of revenue that will drop down to earth. It's definitely not like, tangible assets right? correct like, yeah I, okay. I feel like they'd be like uh we're gonna hold on that one yeah um yeah, imagine that's a losing again bet. i don't i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about but something i, I do know. know what the fuck i'm talking about i've got a product endorsement for the week this week oh nice craft dinner's coming back with a smash hit so last God. fall we brought you the pumpkin spice craft dinner <laughs> right this yes. valentine's day we're coming out with that limited edition pink no. candy craft dinner so it's a luscious, Why? sweet candy flavor with a nice red pink hue. Mm. What does it taste like? Candy? Uh, apparently it's sweet, yeah. So it's literally sweet candy flavored. Um, now, you can't just buy it in stores, however. This one, you have to win it via their social medias. So you can go blast craft dinner's social medias for other stuff. However, to enter, 
you need to like drop pickup lines and flirt with craft dinner. So <laughs> like you got to be extra cheesy with them, I guess. And then the winners are going to get, uh, Oh, hold on. Special. Like literally, is that what they advertise? Literally. Like, that's their campaign. Cheesy pickup lines. Yes. Okay. That's their campaign. I just want to, so, I had to be sure. Right. Yeah. So winners will get like a, a special heart shaped box with a craft dinner in it, some craft dinner seasoning and a, uh, a special fork for you and your, your loved one. Someone out there, somewhere out there, there's like a couple but there's like a guy who's like, I'm going to get my girl. She loves KD. Like, yo, this is what she wants. Yo, uh, I'm going to throw myself under the bus here. But uh, that's my girl and I's favorite, like, comfort joke. You know, after the bar food at home is definitely craft dinner. I, I, all I can cook. That's excellent. <laughs> it's, easy, it's so easy to make. It, it doesn't require effort. It's delicious. It's filling. I hate it how soaks the liquor up. Yeah, you know what's you know what's sad is that I have it down to a science to the point that even after they've changed their fucking like the noodle consistency and stuff that like I've adjusted to that now in the cooking time okay. and still okay. like it's it's sad it's sad I should be able to cook something else with that that uh, precision but no craft dinner. Hey, you got to have a go to when you come home from bars and stuff. I appreciate that. Well, I mean, pink candy craft dinner. Yeah, no, sweet flavored. I don't know. Sweet and cheese to me are just like that. Doesn't seem to make. It's like, yo, okay, so you know, jo- you know, Jolly Bee, have you the the Filipino chain place? You don't have them in London, but you know, probably about this place? Not. Okay, so they've no. come to Toronto. It's a it's a big like okay. Filipino chain, right? It's huge. Um, but one of the things they're known for is they have fried chicken. That's their thing. But dude, they do a fucking sweet spaghetti with hot dogs in it, bro. Uh, that's intriguing to me. Yeah, like I I I don't know how I feel about that. I I might be like I feel like that's like little kid thing that you'd be like this is the shit, and then you'd grow up with it, and as an adult, it'd be like a guilty hoo hoo. But I right. feel like now if I had it and never had it before, I'd be like okay, and then never eat it again, kind of shit. So I don't know. Ask Chico, bro. We gotta ask our Filipino friends. Okay, we're gonna need a little inside scoop. I feel like, but yo, he was pumped when Jolly B came to Toronto, though. He really oh. was. <laughs> he was so that it's for that it's official. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I have one. I have one for you now that is not a product endorsement, I'm going to say, but this is more um, this is more keeping people informed. Oh, all right. So, look, I eat a lot of Subway sandwiches, right? And I have for many years. I'm, I'm a bit of a Subway addict. I like sandwich. I'm a sandwich guy. OK, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. there's an article this last week that came out that apparently Subway is being sued in the state of California because and I believe we talked previously on the show We're talking about their chicken quality. There was, did we talk about their chicken quality? Yeah, did we yeah. also talk about the bread one where their bread was not being classified as bread in Ireland? Yeah, yeah, we did now, actually. I, I think yeah. we've hit them all. Okay, so this is the next in the What's subway next? saga. Yeah, Jesus Christ. So in the state of California, they're being taken to court. They're being sued by a bunch of plaintiffs who have alleged that they have done a scientific analysis of Subway's tuna. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, and what they have found is that the tuna, according to the lawsuit, doesn't contain any actual tuna. What Naturally. the fuck? And that instead it is a it is a smorgasbord of ingredients and a little mayonnaise that is supposed to imitate tuna. So what is this like? So their tuna is like the hot dog of the fucking probably tuna cat world? food. It's yeah. probably a little you know. lips and assholes. Just everything else ground up from the fish into a paste and then like substituted <laughs> yeah. with a filler. Something with pinkish. Chips. Yeah, and then a little mayo, and then there you go. You're ready to go. So they're being sued for that because this, they, this, the plaintiffs believe that they have actual scientific information that says that there is not actually tuna in their tuna sandwiches, which is a bit of a problem. Sorry, the actual quote from the article is this. 
that what was found in it is, quote, a mixture of various concoctions that do not constitute tuna, yet have been blended together by defendants to imitate the appearance of tuna. That's Jesus actually fucking Christ. Okay, dude. So here's what we need to do. Here's game plan, all right? Uh, okay. We need to capitalize off this. So what we're going to do is we're going to go and quote unquote blindly order tuna sandwiches for like two weeks straight you and i just on a we're just gonna do it you know like you and i just really went on a tuna kick and then we're gonna keep our receipts and then we're gonna join in on this class action lawsuit (laughs) and be like i was completely unaware of this situation i've eaten it for two weeks straight and i feel ill have you ever actually gotten in on one of these class action lawsuit things? Fuck no. I don't have the time for that shit. Dog. I've done it before. I've done it before. What? Somebody once sent me an email where it was like if you used any, it was the most broad technological. Nobody knew about it because obviously the word never got out. But it was like if you've used a device since 2017, you're entitled to money, like some general device. And I was just went in and fill it out and you put your name and your address. And then like a year later, like a check for $28 would come in the mail and you're like, sweet. Oh, shit. Look at that. But what you're saying is that I should go spend like $300 on Subway over two weeks and then claim like $30 in two years. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Shit. You're right. Okay. I mean, we didn't think that was the full. Okay. Okay. First, here's what we do we buy stock in Subway. Then we buy so many sandwiches as the stock goes up and we profit 11 cents. I like Wall Street bets. I like Wall Street (laughs) bets. Everybody high on tuna. Big on tuna. Tuna to the moon. Big tuna. I'm all about that big tuna. Um, yeah, so so Subway's in, in trouble again because once more, they have been caught, you know, selling food that is not the food that it says it is. And here, their defense is the same shit as always. Uh, of course. Basically, we're victims here. Uh, you know, <laughs> these people are lying about our shit. Like, we haven't done anything, anything wrong. This is just, you know, baseless accusations. So they're, of course, just going, you know, they're going with the bullshit routine. Big tuna so. is masquerading as a clownfish, evidently. <laughs> they don't want to Finding piss off big tuna. Flipped on its head, man. Ugh. What if there actually Fuck aren't any tuna left? Uh, they're actually the numbers are like really sad. Apparently, that's what I mean. So yeah. maybe Subway was just yeah. like, we can't. This is like an endangered species. Give them some tuna composite or something like it's that. It's heavily overfished. Um, what if Subway is the victim here? What if they're actually the good guys? <laughs> they're the victim, but yet they try to profit out of us. Okay. Right. All right. Right. Okay. So um, I don't know if you maybe heard the story. This is this is a Canadian story. So I actually have a whole lot of Canadian centric or, or stories that take place in Canada this Good. week. We're doing better at it. We're doing better of actually living up to the name and the weird branding of this podcast. So this one, uh, you know, is centered around vaccines, right? Everybody's looking for that sweet, sweet vaccine. Because apparently give me the scene, baby. Yeah. Give me that scene. I'm on the scene, baby. So Everybody's scrambling for that. Now, this is a story about a Canadian man, you know, a true, uh, true, really embodiment of what the country stands for. This guy's name is Rodney Baker, and he is now a former CEO of the great Canadian gaming corporation. Classic Canadian business, really. Okay, so he, along with his girlfriend, decided that they were uh, looking to get the vaccine. They had a way of getting it that maybe was a little unorthodox. So what they did was they decided to charter a plane. Sorry, they flew to to the Yukon Territory and then chartered a plane to a small remote village where there was about 100 people and vaccines were being doled out to them in order to protect their communities. Was it like an indigenous community or something like that? Yes, Yes, it was. Ah, so they get, oh, oh no. So these two people and 
let me just give you draw you a quick picture of this guy, this Rodney Baker, because if anybody's lived in Toronto or knows people from Toronto, you can probably imagine what this man looks like. This is a guy who's like mid 50s, salt and pepper hair with a hairdo that still looks like the kind of thing someone half his age would have. You know, a lot of open collared silk shirts type, you oh, know, a, a dude your mom would date. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, yes. And so you can imagine. And his 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 wife, 23 years younger than him, 32 year old Katerina Baker, who is an aspiring young actri- actress. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's the kind of girl your mom's boyfriends of- would date. <laughs> this is oh, the kind of so you can imagine you can almost picture this, especially if you've ever lived in the GTA, because this is like 40 percent of the city's downtown population. So these two get on a plane, go out there, go to the vaccine center, this tiny vaccine center in the middle of a small village on the furthest corner of this country and decided to declare that they were two workers from the local motel. And so therefore they were entitled to it to get this shot. Now, by the time anybody called bullshit on them, they had already gotten the vaccine. So no. So people were skeptical, apparently, but they still gave it to them. And then by the time the hotel, the the hotel that they apparently worked at was like, no, we don't even know who these people are. They were already on. They had already chartered back to Whitehorse, I believe, and then were planning to fly to Vancouver before they finally got caught doing this. Then law law enforcement caught up to them for, I guess, violating some sort of public safety act. All right. So let me let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question here. This guy's smart enough. This guy's suave enough to head to the CEO of the gaming corporation. This guy's obviously a baller, but he's dumb enough to get on a plane with his own name that's paid for probably through his own credit cards and then stay at a location out there all through his own name to then lie about a vaccine. Like, you know, easy that is for them to trace you back. Don't worry, because justice was served. It fucking better have been. Justice was served in the form of their punishment for violating this law, which apparently is a $500 fine for a guy who apparently in 2019 made $10.6 million as CEO of the gaming corporation. So don't worry. This fuckwad and his wife decided to basically be a bunch of pricks and get this and and they and what they got out of it was they got the vaccine and then they got fined 500 bucks which is probably like one tenth of the expenses they paid to do this shit anyway so really a couple of wonderful canadians i don't even like i when i read this story i like i can't even say the words that i actually would say like this podcast is vulgar but i i mean you know Dude. Dude, you're going to a compromised area where, like, they probably don't have any COVID things. They probably aren't going to have, you know, great health care if any of the elders in the city fucking gets it. So you vaccinate them. You try to help them out. Then you have some rich douche fuck fly in and try to cut the line. Like, that is the epitome of of um, privilege. And can we can we fire and... these people out of a cannon into the fucking sun? Yet? Yeah, dude. Trebuch- trebuchet. Trebuchet. Yeah, Boom. I'm all for trebuchets. That's going to be the tagline of this show from now on by the way trebuchets fuck a catapult bro it's all about trebuchets fucking a it's all about the trebuchet oh that rhymed (laughs) thank you thank you you, ladies and gentlemen okay so i decided to take this a step further because the you know the thing that i got caught up on once i first read the story was the illustrious acting career of his wife 
So 32 years old, her IMDb credits for, for Ekaterina Baker. Ooh. Okay. Her IMDb credits only start in 2020. And I ought to guess that she's been married to this guy for at least a year, which is aspiring, bro. She's aspiring. You got to don't forget. She's aspiring in her early 30s to become an actress after marrying a gambling CEO. Of course, bro. That's that's how that shit goes. The theme of the episode, buddy, to the moon with that one to the moon. And now she's got she's got eight movie credits because I I, I, I decided to enjoy this moment of the article, at least. Right. So you're on eight movie credits. Okay. Nothing that really goes above about a five and a half on IMDb. <laughs> of course, dog. Now, I'm going to read you her bio on IMDb, though, because this was my favorite part. OK, quote, European born, now North American actor. Ekaterina Baker is best known for her roles as Veronica in Chick Fight and as Oksana in the award winning film Oksana and Victor. Is she? Best known for those are those the two that we really when I think of Oksana. Katarina Baker, I think of Oksana from Oksana and Victor. I really do. You know, I think of needle stealing bitch. That's what the fuck I by, think of. By the way, that award winning film is a four point seven on IMD. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a fucking the bio continues. Uh, that was not the whole thing. The bio continues. Katarina is known for portraying early 20s, fearless Russian woman character. That is a sentence, and I'm going to read it to you again. Katarina is known for portraying early 20s fearless Russian woman character, period. <laughs> Adjective. <Boy. laughs> like she sounds like it, it sounds like her bio was written by like a like, a, you know, an Eastern Bloc like spy agency that was like she's like a plant to yeah, marry the CEO guy. And you're like, she is great Eastern European actress. She it's do like Russian you- woman character. You go to one of those knockoff malls in the city and you pick up like a burnt DVD and you flip the cover over <laughs> yes. and you read the back. <laughs> That's exactly yes. what that is. Okay, it continues. So it says James Bond type of a woman with intelligence to match. You got to sell yourself. Damn, right? girl. Obviously. <laughs> Elegant and sophisticated. Her characters are powerful and sharp edged. Katarina is also known to portray complete opposite type of character. diversity range again again showing you know the syntax of the english language of the person who wrote this one for her it's tough it definitely comes across eastern Bloc. that's for sure that's what i mean katarina is also known to play portray complete opposite type of character semicolon hilarious playful energetic nut with a huge laugh and a tomboyish fun demeanor could she be up and coming eastern european version of Charlize theron question mark and <laughs> bio that's her bio on imdb uh, shit hollywood producers if you are looking for a russian woman character look no further than katarina baker well, she's founder ceo bro uh, i'm sure she'll uh she'll get levied up for some roles here you know slide some luck, dollar bitch. bills left right and center to uh to a screenwriter the only justice in this entire experience was this at the bottom of her imdb page And under her acting credits, there was a press release section where I guess you put articles about that are put about an actor. There was only one article in there and it linked directly to this story on the CBC. (laughs) Her only press release on her IMDb page is is the CBC release declaring her the wife of this guy stealing vaccines. Yeah, you're the vaccine girl. 
Fuck. Talk about talk about getting typecast. <laughs> typecast. Didn't you hear her bio? She plays dangerous Russian chick, but she also plays hilarious, playful, energetic nut. Yeah, but that's on Range. screen. That's on screen. In reality, <laughs> in reality, they know what she is, bro. <laughs> yeah. Fuck both these people. Hey, man. Right in their fucking faces. It's coronavirus. Unbelievable. Time, bro. Some of you. Sometimes you got to be a little bit. Uh, wow. You know, yeah. you gotta you gotta go through some loopholes here. You gotta you gotta set some shit up. And I think a... I think we should just have rules where we can just we should I, just fling these people, trebuchet these people into another part of the world, and just be like, you live now. You just don't. You're gone. You're bye bye. I, I think Phew. some people will show you who they are through their actions, and I think uh, <laughs> this is a pretty good example. This is a slam dunk. This is a slam dunk. So. No thanks. What else would you bring to the party today, buddy? Okay, cool. So keeping it in the realm of Canada, uh, nice. out in St. Catharines here, there's a barbershop that's kind of getting around the COVID protocols. I don't know if you saw this or not, but no. instead of just offering haircuts, they offer auditions. So what they're doing is they're, they've changed their barbershop into like a studio, essentially. They've installed a bunch of lights, cameras, mics, all that shit. And now they're filming the haircuts and saying they're releasing them as uh, podcast episodes. So they literally have a menu that's set up where it's like, what kind of like audition would you like? And then it's a little different types of fucking haircuts. And then they cut your hair on camera. Uh, a girl named Alicia Herter is the one who set it up. It's called Chrome Artistic, or, sorry, Chrome Artistic Barber out in St. Catharines. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's how they're getting around the loophole. And she adamantly claims that, you know, she's not breaking any laws because she's she's operating under these uh, performance laws that allow it to go. Oh, on. it's just a loophole. Is yes, absolutely. Right. So I guess the Niagara Public Region of Health is like, hey, we're obviously looking into this uh, and yeah. you're probably going to face some charges soon. So she's she's you know she's battling against it, saying she's going to continue to operate and take the fines and yada yada. But is, she, I, is this yet another person like that barbecue fuck knuckle who was like uh, who's just going to do the like <sighs> standing up for my rights thing and like get that I, media bubble to support it and all that? Or? Yes and no, but this girl doesn't seem like she's been a bitch about it. She seems like she's just like I found a loophole and I'm, I'm going to try it. Yeah, and I'm running it. So okay. it's like good for you for finding a loophole, but on the other hand. Don't be surprised when they're like, okay, yeah, all this right. some bullshit. That's but I think, wow. What I what I found was uh, one of the comments actually was was pretty was pretty smart. He basically said he's like, make a make a law where like you can't charge for auditions or something in Ontario. I was right. like, oh, that's smart. That's actually a right good way, right? So there's obviously some way they could legislate it out. You know what I mean? But yeah, tough times, bro. Tough times. People. Okay, so smart. you're telling me that you and I we could be this podcast could be a business and we could be hanging out all the time. Is that what you're saying? That we uh, could have... if we could provide tax returns, yeah, probably. All right, folks, it's time to start giving us money. Yeah. The time has come. Nineteen episodes in, it's time to pay your dues. We need tax <laughs> returns. We need tax returns. I think we'd have to do a COVID screening before we came in, which is like a set of questions and forcing sure. you to use hand sanitizer. But the, every... other than that, I think we could go massless and just fucking film. The start of every episode. Do you have COVID? No. I don't no. think I do. No, have I don't you think I traveled do. outside the country in 14 days. Have you come in contact with anybody? Are you waiting on a positive test result? <laughs> no, 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 and no. Okay, you're good to you're good to record, sir. You're basically fine. So go ahead and do so it. Anyway, anymore. uh by the way, know, do you want a haircut? Candy flavored craft dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. gonna eat candy flavored craft dinner, give each other haircuts, and record an episode of the show. Mm. Need to come up with some cheesy pickup lines, bro. And yes, of course. I mean, have you met us? Like what pickup lines do we have that aren't cheesy? Are you a cigarette? Because I want to get you lit and put your butt in my mouth. 
<laughs> going that. on the next t-shirt I actually, I have to give credit to some scumbag I saw on All Gas No Breaks who dropped that line and some chicks I fucking died laughing. Yo, shout out to All Gas No Breaks. That is a great program. We're, great program. And, we, and we're all games, no practice. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Well, our you guys brand. stepping on our toes. That's right. That's Fuck right. Off, it's not Andrew. copyright infringement. Fuck off, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go to another Canadian story, right? Again, I'm, I'm actually kind of I got to mention it again because I'm kind of proud of us today. We really did like keep it local. Um, it's, trying, trying. You know, we're doing the best we can. So this comes from Montreal. All right. Actually, from Concordia University. So apparently there was a, a student who was trying to get in touch with this professor. He's taking an art history class. And obviously because of COVID, everything is online as it already is. But this class was offered in, in video format. Okay. So I don't know if you ever took a class where like the lectures are all pre-recorded and not like live and doled out like that. So mm-hmm. this guy, you know, just like, you know, we were great students. So we understand this, you know, you got to make <laughs> use of your resources. You know, we were a couple of keeners front row guys. Right. So you got to use all your resources available. And this guy thought, yeah, I got a few questions about the class. So I'm going to ask the professor straight to the source, right to the guy who's making the content. Well, the student decided to Google the name. And what he found when he Googled his professor's name was the professor's obituary. No shit. Turns out he had been dead for over a year and that the school was still using his video lectures to teach this art history class. Now, here's the thing. Apparently, in the collective bargaining of this university, obviously, there are unions and, and the school is the management in this case, but the school specifically Concordia, this one, and their agreement, are able to buy a license for a professor's basic, you know, their program, the, what the course they teach. They're allowed to buy their mm-hmm. sort of intellectual property of their course. And since this guy had recorded video lectures and built the whole course, they simply licensed it from him a few years ago and were using it for the course. So when he died, they just kept using it because they have like a 10-year license on his material. So dead or not, they could still teach, they could still use his lectures to teach the course. The issue the student had was that nowhere did it ever indicate when people sign up for this class that the professor was dead. Nowhere. Yeah, man. Like it's one thing talking to your TAs, but sometimes you like actually want to talk to the prof about some shit. Motherfucker six feet deep. Uh, yo, like how you imagine that 10 year. Oh, he died 10 years ago, by the way. We're still running it. Yeah. What are they going to do when they need to update the course? Is it just going to like cut some audio and splice to like a teaching assistant with like a different accent coming in? Just like a guy with like a heavy Eastern Bloc accent. The correction is no longer like this anymore. Right. You know, like some shit like that. Like, and then hey, if they need back. audio production, they should be coming to us. Yeah, don't Clearly. come to me for don't come to me for fucking uh, accents. So Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're naturally talented, <laughs> I think. This is wild, though, man. Like, you don't even tell people like, hey, FYI, like the professor passed. There was another there's another person who will be your point of contact and all that. These students thought like they could reach out to this guy. I wonder if people were sending emails and they're just like, he never replies. Yeah, you think they'd write in the syllabus like, yo, shout out to the pray God, like rest in peace, homie. Miss you. (laughs) Love your material. Yeah. The first page of the first page of the PDF you get. P.S. When you email your T.A., your professor is dead. He will no longer be responding to this like at dot edu email address. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Why would you have at least told anybody or made some sort of note? It's it's insane. It's insane. Shout out Concordia. 
It's unnecessary, apparently. No, maybe they just were like, you know, complicates things. You know, see, we'll see how long we can get away with it. So it's it's hard out here, man. Teaching from beyond the grave. That's commitment, man. That is that is commitment. This guy's this guy will literally live on. Yeah, yeah. Good for him. Good for him. Shout out, shout out, professor. Yeah, the job never ends. Uh, Speaking of jobs, anybody need a job? Out here in Mississauga, Ontario, if you live anywhere, anywhere, actually, I think in Canada, you can apply to this, but they are hiring candyologists. Now, this is a position I'd like to I'd like to apply for. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm currently employed, but they're hiring both full time and part time. You can also work from remote locations and they will send you this stuff. But basically, they want you to test candy. So they're accepting applications up until February 15th. Uh, part time jobs are 15 hours a week, uh, but they pay 30 bucks an hour. And they fucking just want people to literally test and review candy for them. How that's sick too of a much job money. Is that? That's too much money. What's the catch? Well, the like catch is you literally like it's, it's so it it's per hour. But I mean, like they expect you to do 15 hours a week of like, yo, there's a lot of candy you got to test. You got to help them label. So you get $30 get like an hour. But what is it like? No dental for when your yeah, inevitable oh, teeth fall out of your fucking head. There's, like, there's no benefits on this shit. No, 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 no. <laughs> You get vision, but no, definitely no dental. We definitely not that. dental. That's 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 too much. That's that's how they subsidize you with the thirty bucks an hour. Right. How sick of a job that is, though. Stay at home on Zoom. I should do this on the side, bro. Fifteen hours a week. Fuck. You practically are already doing it. Yeah, exactly. I might as well get paid for it. Shit. You just got to come up with some like nice creative shit to write, you know, like some two sentence, some two sentence little blurbs about your reviews. You yeah, know, just get fried, eat candy, and then write ridiculous like copy mm. for the for your review. Succulent caramel binds well with the, you know, sweet savory taste of paprika. I'm gonna, I'm, I'll, t- I'll clip that out and send it to you. You can just send that as your application. Oh, that's my appy. Sick. No Sick. resume, just an audio file, and they'll be like, "What's this?" And they'll be so blown away by how unique an application it is. You're in. Absolutely. I expect you to to let me know what happens next week. Okay. Yeah. So candyfunhouse.ca for anybody that's looking for it. Candyfunhouse.ca. Right? You got till February fifteenth. Apply, apply, apply. No, that's a that's a sick that's a sick little side hustle. I think though, I mean, shit. Like, yeah, I'm, I can take that. Literally, just eat shit. Sure. Yeah. Literally eat shit. That's <laughs> that sounds like a good side hustle for you, eh? Yeah, bro. <laughs> I'm making a new app. It's for people who want to eat shit as a side hustle. Yeah, you're, hustle. you're fucking Shooter McGavin over there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of candy and and teeth, I was I was eating Sour Patch Kids. Okay. Right? Yeah. My fucking teeth. I don't know if this is like just getting older. My dental health care is just like waning already. But my teeth hurt so much the next day. I was like, I can't really? eat this shit. Oh, yeah, damn. I feel fine. Like a few days later, but I don't know what it is. It's like it's almost like it erodes my teeth in the moment. And then I like need to recover from it for three or four days. I can't do it. I can't eat that shit anymore. I think I, I think that's going to have to exit my life now. OK, this is this is where I've gone with candy. All right. I love it. I try to eat it in moderation because when I get really, really high and if I take edibles, I have zero self-control on the candy meter because it'll be like, I get so stoned that I'm laying on the couch and I'm like, I I ate dinner, but then I didn't really eat anything else. So I'm hungry. So I grab the bag of candy beside me because I'm high. And then my brain second dinner. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And next thing I know, I've eaten a bag of Sour Patch and some other shit. And the next day, my stomach is fucking killing me because I'm a dumbass the day before. Because you're almost 30 years old. You're almost 30 years old and you can't stomach a full bag of candy anymore. Fuck, man. Fuck. So it's just no, it's happening, uh, dog. It's happening to us. 
This, I'm so glad my mom doesn't listen to this because she'd be so <laughs> fucking disappointed with me. <laughs> mine too. I already Yo, know my. Actually, I already know mine is. She's disappointed we, in my yeah, swearing. Let's talk about this dream. This is the weirdest dream I've it's had fucking in serious okay. fucking time. This is the Sorry, weirdest man. dream I've had. Yeah, dog. So. I dreamt the other night. It was so fucking weird. I had to write it down. We've talked in the past about me having a dream journal and I finally sure. started to actually like make notes on shit. So I dreamt that Dan's mom had a different name and was a professional football player in the CFL for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and was historically shit. She was like the <laughs> worst quarterback of all time, all fucking time. And in this dream, I like, I, I guess I stumbled upon this information and we were on a boat party for some strange fucking reason. And I, I pulled you aside. I'm like, yo, I know about your mom's past. I know she's the worst quarterback of all time. And you got dead serious to look me face like, don't ever fucking bring that up again. And then we just went back to this party and everything was normal. And look what you've done. You've brought it up here in front of everybody to hear. I can't fucking believe you. Well, like, yo, what the fuck is up with dreams, bro, in our brain? Like, this no, is the dumbest shit ever. It's, it's it's just like your brain throwing shit at the wall. It's just like evidently, just you know, you know, his mom, quarterback, different name, like totally sucked. for women's rights in the seventies. Like, yeah, you know? if you could you imagine my mom, all five feet of her in like nineteen seventy eight, playing quarterback in, in the football. <laughs> yeah, she would have. She's completed one pass in her career or something. <laughs> Holy fucking hell! A bunch dude. of nineteen eighties, nineteen seventies, like big hulking, like smoking cigarettes on the sideline. Football players, like. We're going to sack this bitch like like my little mom running for her life with that giant. The Canadian footballs that are like big and fat. Like, she wouldn't be able to hold it. She literally just like holding it like a waiter with a platter. It's like, oh, fuck. No wonder she had so many fucking picks in the season. Yeah. Jesus. But Winnipeg stuck by her in those days. Oh, good old Winnipeg champions for women's rights. She back went in by the a different name. And 70s. No, it makes sense. She her went name by was a Kate different name. Smith. Her name was Kate Smith. Obviously, first. she changed. Obviously, she changed her name after her illustrious pro football career in the 1970s because she had to separate her life from that terrible quarterbacking situation. And then she named her only daughter after herself. God, it works. Yes. Dude, the dream works. I'm going to have to talk to my mom. I'm going, I'm going to call her right after this and be like, Mom. What haven't you told me about your early years? Your professional football. I didn't know that it was in my blood. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine I called my mom and I just started screaming at her like, why didn't you tell me you played in the CFL? <laughs> She's like, what? The fuck? the fuck are you on, bro? <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> Should I call her to scream that and just hang up? <laughs> yeah, and then just hang up and then just ignore the previous phone calls. I just come back in. Delete the messages. No, Sorry. save them. Save them. Having a day later. That's, Sorry about uh, that, mom. I dropped my bipolar medication. That's um, that's quite uh, that's quite a story. I don't really know what to make of that. I don't know. I don't really know what I want you to say. I just it was just fucking bizarre. I had to I had to wake up and like tell you. I was like, dog, like I can't forget this one. I got to text it to you. I appreciate. It was a weird that. one. No, it was I, a weird one. I I very much appreciate that. I you know it really added a lot to my life when i when i heard the story it added zero to this show but i thought i should mention it it was, it was good it was good i think it gives people a clear idea of the kind of fuckery they're dealing with here. Oh god you know failures in audio recording terrible weird dreams mm, bad, bad CFL careers yeah bad slogans that don't really work for the show fake you know? tuna fake tuna mm. fake tuna fuck <laughs> 
Oh God. We just oh, came up God. with Don- Donald Trump's later <laughs> Donald Trump's twilight years fighting against fake tuna. <laughs> Everybody knows the tuna is fake. Everybody is that is that the next next plan for his new platform? Is he yo, but is that dude gonna make his own fucking news network and shit? Is that is that I, just look, I always thought online? I always thought that he was uh, gonna do that four years ago. I thought he he thought he was gonna lose and then start a media network and make a bunch of money that way, and that he won and he was like shit. Well, now he's out again step, and he's right? gonna be like, Yeah, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. Especially if, if they impeach him. Because if they say. impeach him, he can't run again. So then he'll be like, Well, what else am I gonna do? Like He's not going like, to retire to the countryside. I guess like, I'll just make money off all you clowns while I vent and bitch <laughs> about the other guys. I'm going to sell you more fucking t-shirts. Absolutely. More t-shirts and hats Absolutely. and flags and stickers. And and you'll fucking all buy them up. Yo, we're, I, I got to tell you, as somebody who is people who do podcasts, we got to envy his merch game. Oh, like, yeah. Dude. Fuck. If we could sell as many shirts as this guy sold, damn. We don't even have shirts yet. But one day we will. One day. One day I'll be rocking my own merch. It's true. That's true. Day. And people will be like, what's that? I'm like, don't fucking worry about it. And I'll just walk away. That's what I do. <laughs> my last day of my previous job, I, I wore my own merch shirt to work, my own hoodie for my other show. And I was like, I was just and a like, grand total I, of what? Zero nobody asked me about it. Nobody asked me about it. And 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 I was like, perfect. <laughs> it's like, I just wanted to wear this. It's a comfortable sweater. I actually just wanted to wear the sweater. And it was my last day of work. And I didn't care about any sort of dress thing. So I just did it. And my and and nothing became of it. Sticking so, it to the man. So this is the most irrelevant story, more irrelevant than your dream. Fair enough. You're welcome, folks. What else did you bring? Do you have any more? Do you have any more articulate? Absolutely. Um, pleasures there. So we we gotta visit our our favorite state of Florida here. Um, yes. yes, Florida. I ended up going into this demonizing the dude and after reading the article i realized that every fucking website tries to just suck you in with the headline and this dude is just a regular motherfucker that got caught up in the wheel okay but the paramedic of the year in florida has been arrested for his role in the theft of some covid19 vaccines oops <sighs> so his name is joshua colin he's 31 uh, he's facing forgery fraud and misconduct charges uh long story short this guy he's forged some paperwork while his supervisor is the one that actually stole the COVID vaccines. So the Polk County Fire Rescue Captain, his name is Anthony Damignano, I think is how you say that. Uh, don't okay. quote me here. But anyway, uh, basically, he just told the subordinate worker, hey, you're going to go on break, and I'm going to take three vials of this shit, and you're not going to say anything. <laughs> so the guy went on, Joshua Colin, the guy who's facing these forgery charges, went on break. The vials disappeared, and then he signed some fake paperwork. He basically doubled down and covered his supervisor's ass, saying that people got the vaccine and received their doses when they, in fact, didn't. Uh, obviously, these places kind of came around and went, hey, where's our vaccines? The paperwork came out. They found some, you know, obviously some inconsistencies in there. Yeah. And instead of being a rat bitch, now his ass is grass, and he's been, uh, he's been arrested. So <laughs> uh, it's, it's sad because it's, it's obviously ironic that he's the fucking – paramedic of the year and he's doing this right. shit but at the same time it's like if i don't do this this motherfucker's gonna fire me and i'm gonna lose my job so you're caught between a rock and a hard place this is where i hope the union comes and fucking comes and helps if he has out. one does he i i actually am not sure i haven't done enough research people find a way to privatize all sorts of shit so absolutely a good chance that maybe don't he doesn't have one absolutely i don't know about the paramedic scene down in uh down in florida there but the sad part is like you're, you're caught between a rock and a hard place, right? Now, really what he should have done is immediately like backed off, went to the board of directors kind of thing and been like, uh, gotta, gotta kind of blow the whistle on this one. <laughs> but, it's Florida. If he had done that, the guy probably would have just like shot him. 
Like, yeah, you're right. Well, look at the fucking girl that that whistle blew the whole fucking how the numbers were being yeah, misreported and stuff like that, and she's been arrested and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's basically <sighs> it's Florida, baby. Everything goes. Apparently, you fucking follow the law. You get arrested. You fucking you know you <laughs> play the game. You keep your mouth shut. You still get arrested. You're yeah. it's, lose lose, bro. Lose lose. Well, when you're living in Florida, it's already mostly a lose lose situation in most places. Shout out I to imagine. my buddies in Florida. Shout out to Florida. Shout out to all our Florida listeners. We Your state sucks. Do we? we got a call. Yeah. One of my buddies from Florida has listened to this. Probably right. at Shout work out tomorrow. to you. <laughs> Did I say Florida sucks? <laughs> I thought Florida's great. No, no, no. We're, gonna, we're keeping it real about Florida. He knows what it is. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's a, it's a bit of a, you know, I, I don't know what you'd call it. It's, it's like a, it's like something out of a cartoon. Like you never know what you're going to get down there. I think the best way I've heard it described is that what Florida is to America is what America is to the world. Like America <laughs> is the world's Florida. You know what I'm saying? So like that's it, sobering. It, yeah. You just go down the rabbit hole to like, well, if, if America is the Florida, of the world, fucking Florida, holy shit. Look out. Yeah. Yeah. You go to 7-Eleven and a dude pulls up on a fucking ATV with, you know, a baby hanging on the back and cigarettes on each ear. Yeah. <laughs> Looking to his kid and the drives up. Hold on to my meth while I go inside and rob this gas station real quick. And I'm like, oh, oh can't. Newspaper writers are just like, here we go. <laughs> you can write this story. The fact that, like, there exists a whole subculture of, like, Florida man articles on the Internet yeah. sa- says enough, you know. Yeah. Yeah, the fact that it's such an easy, it's such an easy reoccurring thing to come to on any Great podcast. Beaches though, great beaches. I'd yeah. love to go. I'd love a bunch to of go. beautiful beaches, a bunch of beautiful, you know, bikini models running around half naked down there. You all know, the time. there's a lot to like about Florida. There's, you know, hopefully the world doesn't heat up to a point that our skin burns off when we become snowbirds and we want to flock down there for the summertime or sorry for oh, the winter months. I, you know? I can't wait to retire in Georgia. Is basically mm. it. No, we're gonna have to retire in fucking northern Canada to have like a, a moderate summer, you know. Ugh. I think that's that not in our lifetime. Man, By the end of see. our lifetime, it'll be like shitty, but like not you know devastating shitty. We'll be in bunkers trying to fucking I'm, dodge the radiation on the street. I'm telling you, when you and I are when you and I are like 80 years old, we'll be glad to go. We'll be glad. We'll be Probably. like, look at this place. This fucking sucks. Peace. Good luck. Like we're yeah. out. Episode 6,320 fucking A. Coming to you live. Coming to you live from my my hospice unit at when I'm 94. You know? (laughs) From from Vault 91. Right. So in Uh, the last remnants of Florida, a story comes here today I brought. (laughs) Florida will be underwater by that time, bro. Right. It'll be like, the yeah, it'll be the last remnants. It. Yeah, exactly. Tallahassee's on the beachfront now. Like, oh boy. Yeah, Tallahassee. Think about that. It, Tallahassee will have to be like gentrified. It'll be like <laughs> the rich beachfront area now. What I know about Tallahassee, they <laughs> they really need it. <laughs> Duval. No, that's all for that's. I think that's. I don't the know. Other sh- side. I don't I know shit about Florida geography. Bro. Let your Florida people tell me. Jacksonville's on the east, isn't it? No. I'll tell you west. right now, Jacksonville is is east, right? It's on the northeast part of the state. No, as northeast as you can pretty much get. For this and state. then Tampa's on the west, isn't it? Southwest. Miami's southwest. on the southest part because I know that's where all like the the it's Cuban like boats came across. Yeah. yeah, they're like the they're the port city. Anyway, 
we've always got time for geography, you know? Yeah, other people don't, so maybe we should stop talking about that. <laughs> you're going to listen to the geography lessons we have, and you're going to like it. They fucking say as they turn it off for the last time, like, they fucking tell me what to I'm do. I'm going to listen to these guys stumble through these fucking mouth breathers. Jackson feels northeast. Dude. Yeah. Kolkata is we Indonesia. Tell people, think about this. We tell people who listen to this show to tell a friend about this show. Now, do you and I ever consider what exactly the people who listen to this show have to tell other people about this show? So when we're like, tell a friend, tell them to listen to the show because, you know, word of mouth matters and all that shit. What exactly are they going to tell other people? Hey, listen, listen, listen. Just you're going to listen to them rant about some dumb shit and get serious for about, you know, 14 minutes. And then there'll be one pretty good joke and you'll laugh. Yeah. And then it just devolves. So you right. just got to hang in there. You got to hang in there. It'll be yeah. some good stuff. What exactly? Uh, if you have ever told another person about this show, if you listen to the show, email the podcast. It's fnehpodcast at gmail.com. Tell us, what did you say? <laughs> if you've ever told any other person about this show, what words did you use? Ballpark uh, it for me. My buddy does a podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm listening to. You should listen to my brother's podcast. It's really funny. <laughs> so funny. What is it? Uh, they just like talk and joke and shit. Yeah. Like, got it at the mud, bro. It's grassroots. You got to build it from somewhere. That's right? True. So. That's true. We're starting at the very, 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 very bottom. We just got to do some, you know, Terranomics math. If we have one person and another person, we actually have three listeners, you know? I told my brother this <laughs> the other day I, when he said something, I was like, we need to start a pyramid scheme of listeners. We need to harness the py pyramid schemes work in this sense. This is what pyramid schemes are for building listenership. I mean, it's also for scamming people out of money. Pyramid schemes work. Famous last words. <laughs> but they work like this. We need the pyramid scheme of listeners is what we need to see. Pyramid enact. schemes work as long as you're the one coordinating it. And then right. like maybe we're at the, the top. First, yeah. So say maybe for the first like couple grassroots members. Yeah, it works. And then everybody yeah. else, you're just a sucker. Exactly. Run That's how we're going to build the listenership of this podcast. Starts with us, the people who are loyal to us and close. And then by, you know, the very bottom, they're tuning in. And, you know, that's that's all that matters. We'll let you know right before we go public with our stocks. Okay. Right. Fucking a to the moon. A <laughs> <laughs> couple of diamond hands Canadian bros doing the podcast game right here, man. That's oh, what man. we're all about. Shout out to Wall Street Bets. I'm sorry. I am sorry if at any point this week I may have seemed to be doubting the movement um, in my in my Twitter participation and such. Hey, you're living the life, bro. You signed up for Well Simple. I did. I am. Yes, I'm going to report back maybe next week. Put your money where your mouth is. You're going to make 48 cents next week. and It's going to be riveting. Oh, my God. Yeah. 48 cents. Sure. Fuck. Yeah. Let's make 48 cents. I want to uh, so so uh, I'll document it here for for listeners, which is that I decided to put fifty bucks, in, <laughs> which on its own is like an irrelevant amount of money, because here's the thing. Let me explain myself. That as the week went on, the one thing that got stuck with me a little bit was the fact that I was like, I don't even know how to buy if I wanted to buy. So the point of me doing this thing with fifty bucks is that I can lose fifty bucks. I can I can afford to. You know, not to act, sound like you know, not to sound like I'm about to marry an actress 23 years younger than me and then go steal <laughs> vaccines, but I can afford to lose 50 bucks. So I'm like, I want to sign up so I can like know what it looks like to do it and know what it like so I can learn basically. And if I lose 50 bucks or I lose 18 dollars or something, fuck it, I don't care. I'm gonna buy BlackBerry or something stupid. Rim to the moon. 
Rim, rim all the way to this the moon. Is an inside rim job. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we could finish an episode on a note that's better than that. <laughs> Fucking A. It's all about the inside rim jobs. <laughs> if you think I'm cutting that, that was Matt, by the way. I'm not going <laughs> to. Christ. What did I just say about what people are supposed to say when they refer the show to other people? I don't think I could get any lower than that. Oh my <laughs> god. It smells like eggs, bro. <laughs> oh no. I oh can god. feel I can feel people unsubscribing from this <laughs> yeah, show. Like what in the fuck? I can sense it even though this is not going to hit the airwaves for 4 or 5 days. I can feel into the future the utter disgust at that. <laughs> People like, yeah, no, that's it. <laughs> that's not for me. That's not for me. I don't plan on listening to this bullshit anymore. Uh, I gotta be honest. Shit. We've had we've had technical problems here this episode again, and uh, I think I think the 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 thing I don't realize right now is I have no idea how long we've been going for. I don't either. There's definitely I, an hour, an hour and a half here. No fucking clue how long we've been doing this for. To tell you the truth, uh, we're good. We should I call think, it. I think we're probably good. Call it, doctor. Call it. Time of podcast death, 4.28 p.m. Beep. Pronounce it. Yeah. <laughs> Beep. Beep. <laughs> Fucking A has oh, died. Oh, shit, buddy. Fucking well, A has died after 19 episodes after Matt farted into the microphone <laughs> for I comedic effect. I actually did stand up and turn around and everything. I want people to know one thing, and I want Matt to know this because I want you to find out in the same time as I say it for, for listeners. That when we record these Zoom calls, we don't just record the audio. <laughs> it does record the video, too. Oh, we know. just don't publish it. We just only use audio. So I want everybody out there to know that at some point in this next week, <laughs> there will be a video of Matt bending over and farting. In his Please don't. Please don't. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll blur your face so it doesn't get stamped on <laughs> Uh, yeah, shit. I think we've hit rock bottom as we exit here today. So this is this has been episode 19 of the fucking A podcast. Thanks for joining me, Matt. Thanks for farting into the microphone. You're welcome. That's my call. That's all I know. Uh, recommendation for everybody. Go watch all of Katarina Baker's movies, all eight of them. Mm. Um, you know, and tell us, is she a, is does she have the range that her IMDb bio says she does? Send us your film reviews. Any film review podcasters out there, you need to watch. Oh God, what was it called? Chick fight? Was that the one? And Chick and, Fight. Uh oh, Oksana and Victor. Oksana. Award winning film. Oksana and Oksana and Victor. And Victor. <laughs> Victor, yeah. <laughs> she plays fearless Russian woman character. <laughs> oh, what a gem. What a gem. <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks for joining us. Uh, you can email the podcast with your questions, your comments, your concerns, your general advice that you need uh f-n-e-h podcast enjoy the G- enjoy the outgoing helps yeah at gmail.com f-n-e-h podcast do email us and also say follow that. on twitter and instagram indulge hold your on, dopamine hold on, hold feeds on, hold on. what say that again because i cut you off and that was i thought you were done talking i'm like <sighs> do your outro tag no that's gonna be shit that's awful if i'm like cutting you off during the email thing that's my okay, bad here we go that's my bad take two uh, email the podcast at fnehpodcast at gmail.com. 
Also, make sure to follow on Twitter and Instagram at fucking a podcast. <laughs> Damn sass master. Holy shit. That's right. That's right. I, I followed your command. Uh, thanks for <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, tell a friend in whatever manner you see fit. And, enjoy uh, the uh, enjoy the outgoing bops we got for you here. That's right. Outgoing bops, courtesy go, of Matt go, putting in a go. little extra work this week. Thank you, buddy. Anytime. And, and we are and we're out. Catch you next Gone. week. When I broke 20 deep, so drama in the club Now that I'm from the tray, everybody show me love Can you sell it, can you get it, can you get it, can you get it, can you get it Can you get it, can you get it, can you get it, can you get it Roll the trees up, bro, you watch how I move and stick for a play up here Then you put a few shells down, walk with a limp In the hood, in the latest, same 50, you hot They like me, I want them to love me, like they love pop But I'll let them y'all for sure, tell you I'm local We playing this, put the rap game in the choke I'm from the focus, man, my money on my mind Give a fuck.